Welcome to Walkinverse. We're going to expose tyranny and share the truth. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Welcome back to another episode of Walkinverse Reports Uncensored. Today I want to discuss the Ohio incident, but more on the topic of what they're not telling you. I heard a reporter, I think it was from MSNBC or one of the mainstream channels, talk how a person by the name of Amanda Breeshears complained that her eyes were irritated when outside with her dog, even though she was 10 miles away from the safe burn zone. On top of that, her chickens that she used for food and also for her pets, they all died. And yet they're trying to tell the public that it's safe to return to this area, East Palestine? Yeah, I don't think so. Just take a listen to this clip first. And then we'll get into the meat of what vinyl chloride is. We told you about that strong scent and the air quality. Uh, There is one woman who lives in Mahoning County who's not all that sure that the situation there is safe. Hear that? She's not sure. Well, a scent doesn't mean anything. It's what you breathe in. Let's keep listening. And even though North Lima is about 10 miles away from East Pass, 10 miles away. Amanda Brashear says when she went to let her dog out last night at about 10 o'clock, the smell made her eyes water. No, the smell didn't. The toxic chemical did, which is in the sky, coming down upon them. I walked up to the cage and this this is what I found. Amanda Brashears was going to feed her five hens and rooster this morning when she discovered them all lifeless, practically in the same position, with no signs of a predator. Ten miles away and dead. Think about that. Beyond upset and quite panicked. Because this, they may be just chickens, but they're family. Brashear says her chickens were alive and well yesterday. She believes the smell following the detonation of the train carrying chemicals that derailed in East Palestine. Remember, 24 hours after, her her birds are all dead. My video camera footage shows my chickens were perfectly fine before they started this burn. And as soon as they started the burn, my chickens slowed down and they died. If it can do this to chickens in one night, imagine what it's going to do to us in 20 years. Officials have said that the smell wasn't toxic or dangerous, but still advised people <laughs> in the Mahoning Valley to stay... The smell's not toxic or dangerous? <laughs> They're right. For them to say the it's the actual okay. chemicals coming down on their head. I'm calling BS. She's right. It is BS. I'm going to be taking my birds to the vet to have them examined because if this is their, if this is the cause of their burn, they're being held responsible. I really do hope she can find somebody to hold these people accountable, but I highly doubt it. And the reason why I say that is because everybody today seems to be in the corruption together. They'll do an autopsy, I'm sure, but they'll come back with results saying that, hey, we couldn't find anything. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But we all know when it comes to vinyl chloride, there's no such thing as a safe burn and you can't burn it. I'll get to that here in a minute. And secondly, the most important thing to understand is right now, they're at war against us, the American people. Just look at what they've already done, right? They've burned our food processing plants. Just mysteriously, right? Planes are crashing into plants. Some are just automatically burning up in the middle of the night. No people there, right? But yet they're still burning. Chickens are being killed by the thousands, millions, whatever. I saw videos a few months back where it showed how they were just dumping hundreds of thousands of chickens into these trucks and just disposing of them. For what reason? The avian flu, they say? Yeah, more BS. We've heard reports around the country of um, home farms, uh, homeowners who have chickens, chicken coops in the backyard, that their chickens have all stopped laying eggs. But as soon as they change the feed, they start producing eggs again. 
it was a Purina brand. They forced deadly experiments on the population, mRNA. They've used Antifa and BLM for civil unrest, which, by the way, is also a form of genocide, street violence. An example of that was in Seattle under Mayor Jenny Durkin. She allowed people killed in cold blood. I was there when it happened, so yeah, it actually did occur. Businesses were destroyed by militarized BLM and Antifa members. There was also an illegal occupation part of Seattle downtown, and yet Durkin downplayed it and said we could have had a summer of love. On top of all of that, they've even destroyed our supply chain on purpose. They poisoned our natural resources. Just look around at uh, EPA reports for rivers and streams in the United States. Look at how they're just emitting raw sewage. Well, okay, repeat that. Treated raw sewage into the waters, which is causing all kinds of problems with nutrient overloads. And so they're having so much algae that the fish are dying for lack of oxygen. I've talked about those issues in my Montana reports a few months back. So just go to my Substack page and search Montana and they'll come up. You can read all about it. It's pretty crazy. And then now the power grids are under attack. ABC News had an article out around um, December 8th of 2022, and they said the title was Feds Investigating Multiple Reports of Recent Utility Company Sabotage. Then another article came out around January 3rd of 2023 titled Two Men Arrested for Attacks on Washington State Power Grid. And of course, we all know that's under Governor Inslee, who is owned by Bill Gates. The place is a total cesspool. Then on January 9th, 2023, shortly thereafter, there was another attack on the Vegas power plant, and the article was titled Media Blackout Over Terror Incidents at Vegas Power Plant. Take a listen to episode one, season four, and you'll hear more details about that because I covered it in quite detail. To get back on track here, the EPA claims that it's safe to return home. In a February 10th, 2023 article, it was titled A Horrific Environmental Disaster is Happening in Hawaii. The EPA says it's safe to return to East Palestine after a train derailment sparked a toxic chemical fire. But locals are worried about ongoing health impacts, and rightly so, because we have been seeing chickens dead, fish and rivers gone, birds falling down out of the sky, dropping dead. And the other point is that if the whole pandemic was legit, like they were claiming two years ago, people would have been dropping just like the animals are dropping right now in Ohio from the toxic poison in the sky. And the area that has been impacted by this has expanded to, I believe, around 300 miles from the burn zone. It's actual insanity because they have known since the 50s how deadly and toxic vinyl chloride is. It's one of the main contaminators of the earth because almost all plastic products contain this chemical. Not only does it affect our landfill, it also gets into our oceans and nature. They say around a billion pounds a year are dumped. And the problem is that the toxins then leach into the soil and our groundwater. And then once it's contaminated, that then will feed our livestock, our wildlife, and our aquatic life. And then us, the people, because it's the food cycle, right? So we end up now with a food supply chain issue, which causes birth defects in humans, as well as other elements through all cycles of life. Quote, high concentrations of these compounds seep into soil and groundwater following conventional landfill disposal ultimately collecting in aquatic ecosystems entering the food web. As a result of their widespread use and significant ability to migrate, human exposures to multiple phthalate plasticizers is virtually universal, beginning in the womb and continuing throughout life, raising concerns about negative health consequences at every age. And that was from page 9 of a report titled Center for Biological Diversity versus EPA, vinyl chloride. But the contamination from this chemical can enter other ways. 
When it's burned, it can create toxic dioxins, hydrogen chloride, which is also called hydrochloric acid, and phosgene, which is a choking agent used as a bioweapon during World War I. When it's spilled or leaked into rivers, it can become bioconcentrated, destroying the aquatic life. And the other way, of course, is when it seeps into our soil and groundwater, especially from landfill. When the EPA tells you to just go home, everything is safe, that's not actually true because they have protocols from the CDC on how to deal with exposure for vinyl chloride. Under the section titled Spill Control, they mention a few things. They say, one, restrict access to the site. Two, issue a flammable warning. Three, call the fire department and notify the manufacturer. And four, a very important one, eliminate all sources of ignition. Basically, the CDC has in their 2009 handbook, you don't burn the stuff because it's highly flammable and toxic. Five, stop and contain the flow. Six, avoid contact and inhalation. Stay upwind. But how can you do that if it's up in the sky? Seven, keep contaminated water from entering the sewers. And eight, if it's on fire, you're supposed to use foam, dry chemicals, CO2, H2O, fog, whatever it is to contain it. And then in addition to these steps, you should use hazmat. This is from a 2014 CDC guide called Vinyl Chloride Medical Management Guidelines Toxic Substance Portal. So then, remember how earlier in the initial report, the reporter said that the woman's eyes were bugging her irritation from the smell? Well, it's not from the smell. If individuals suffer from eye irritation, they should be taken to a decontamination zone and do the following three things. One, remove and double bag all clothing and personal belongings. You're not supposed to rewear your clothes because they're contaminated. Two, wash skin to remove all chemical residue. You get that? Now, they're telling you to go back home, and yet here in their own guidelines, it says to get out of the area, double bag your clothes, wash skin to remove all chemicals, and then it says flush your eyes with water or saline for 15 minutes. So even when the protocol is followed, those exposed are still not out of harm's way because the adverse reaction from vinyl chloride is horrific. After a few days of being around exposure to vinyl chloride, it can also cause liver, lung, and kidney damage. And then with high exposure to the chemical, it can lead to brain, blood, or liver cancers. And then they even have seen where pregnant women can have miscarriages or give birth to children with birth defects. Remember, dioxins is what this is releases, was also part of Agent Orange. If you look at Vietnam and the ill effects of the children during that time that were born, they have horrific birth defects. Even some of our troops who came home, they passed down genetic deformities to their children, to their offspring. All right. So remember what this is. This is a dioxin. All right. And so the chemical will also impact not only people, but any fish, livestock, or wildlife because it's going to leach into the water. Quote, PVC products contain vinyl chloride, a substance EPA acknowledges is a human carcinogen. That means it causes cancer, as well as significant concentrations of chemical additives, such as phthalate plasticizers, known to have carcinogenic and mutagenic effects on human and other life forms. What that there means is it's a genotoxin. We continue on. Exposure to vinyl chloride and other chemical additives is associated with a broad array of developmental and behavioral abnormalities in humans, fish, and wildlife. End quote. So what they're saying is that after exposure, cancer may not appear for 15 years after the fact. And like I said, with the whole thing with Vietnam and Agent Orange, 
this chemical, the dioxin, you will pass on the deformities to your children. And so everything that comes in contact with this chemical will either become dead or contaminated. But it doesn't really end there. It also can lead to a horrible array of chronic diseases such as diabetes, obesity, asthma, and again, cancer and human organs. Quote, exposure may contribute to rising rates of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, asthma, and obesity. Among adult men, high concentrations of the chemical correlate with poor semen quality, abdominal obesity, and insulin resistance. Exposed women may be more likely to suffer pregnancy complications and contract diabetes. In addition, scientific studies indicate that these chemicals may have carcinogenic effects in the liver and other organs. So then, how do you know if you've been exposed to this chemical? Well, the signs are going to include irritation to the eyes, which that woman had in the video earlier. And with high levels of exposure, they say they consider it to be fatal. Now, with all that said, I want to kind of go into what the chemical produces when it burns. And we already mentioned it. Hydrochloric acid, HCl. And the issue with that chemical is that it binds to water. And when ignited, like I mentioned earlier, it produces dioxin, which causes cancer and health issues. And some of the issues you will see with dioxin is reproductive issues, development, and immune system problems in humans. Because again, once it touches the soil or the water, it has a long-term impact because they consider this chemical a persistent organic pollutant, which means that it increases concentration over time. And that's the reason why it gets into the food supply chain. So it has long-term negative impact on plants, aquatic life, fish, and game. How long? It's, it's unknown. They don't really know. And then once you ingest this chemical or inhale it, like you're doing in the Ohio area, it can take up to 11 years for a toxin to reduce to half its original level. Think about that. 11 years, you're going to be running around with this full-blown toxic stuff in your system, just wreaking havoc on your immune system, on your organs, who knows, causing horrible cancers. And after 11 years, it's going to cut itself in half, but it's still there. It's not gone. So the health risk with exposure to dioxins include cancer, congenital disabilities, decreased fertility, diabetes, endometriosis, immune system suppression. That's an interesting one because isn't that also what the shot does? It suppresses the immune system or wipes it out. I can now hear it in the media. Because of the Ohio environmental crisis, people's immune systems are suppressed. Rather than blaming what actually causes suppression, the actual injections, the experimental injections, right? Exposure also can lead to learning disabilities, lung problems, pregnancy loss, reduced sperm counts and low testosterone levels, and of course, skin disorders. That's just the first chemical the vinyl chloride creates when burned. The second chemical, which I mentioned earlier, is phosgene. Again, it's a bioweapon that was used in World War I on the battlefield. And when you breathe in the chemical, it causes the lungs to fill with fluid. Therefore, the victim will drown in their own secretions. Think about that. How horrible to use that even in a war to where you're going to saturate your enemy with this chemical, a choking agent, that basically causes them to choke on their own fluid build up from their lungs. That's just diabolical. War or no war. And since this chemical is heavier than air, the biggest issue is that it hovers on the ground. But, but then even if it goes away, right? So even if the wind comes in and takes it away where you can't see the chemical anymore hovering on the ground, what people don't realize in the Ohio area is that it can dissipate, but still remain in low-lying areas such as their basements, which means their basements can now become highly toxic. Take a listen to this clip from 
one of the hazmat people talking on this very topic. I'm joined live now by hazmat specialist Sil Cagliano. Just to go over the risks of this type of operation, thank you for being here. Thank you. Yes, uh, tell me a little bit more about, you know, some of the concerns you have right now, you know, that controlled release started at 4.38 in the afternoon. You saw the dark smoke on the screen uh, behind our reporter, Sydney Canty, and it didn't take long for that to happen where it filled in the air. What are your worries about the breathing quality? Well, first, thank God it, uh, it happened without the tank levying and taking out more tanks, but the controlled release, now that they're burning it, you've taken one chemical, the vinyl chloride, and you've turned them into two other chemicals two other. that are just as bad, hydrogen chloride and phosgene. Uh, phosgene was a uh, CG agent that was used during World War II to kill soldiers, or World War I, excuse me, to kill soldiers on the battlefield. And both of these chemicals tend to hug the ground. They both have acidic qualities to them. So if you breathe this stuff in, uh, your lungs are going to start excreting fluid, and you're going to end up drowning in your own fluid because it's trying to you know, neutralize the acids that are in there. And that's how those people died during World War I. The, the issue with the weather is you're having we changing weather yeah. patterns. Uh, you're, the clouds are going to reach the inversion levels. It's supposed to be at about 1,000 feet. Tonight. Write that down. And the a clouds thousand are going to feet. Out, so you're going to smell that. In those clouds could be any from, anything from formaldehydes, digoxins, and furans from the burning uh, vinyl chlorides. The, the other two chemicals, the hydrogen chloride and the phosgene is going to creep in along the ground and it's going to seek low spots. Remember how I mentioned earlier how this chemical is also classified as a genotoxin? What that means is it creates mutations in your DNA, which leads to tumors and malignant cancers. From a paper I read, it was called The Genotoxicity Damage to DNA and Its Consequences on page one. It says this, quote, a genotoxin is a chemical or agent that can cause DNA or chromosomal damage. Such damage in a germline cell has the potential to cause a heritable altered trait, means it passes down, it causes DNA damage in a somatic cell, and it may result in a somatic mutation, which may lead to malignant transformations, which again is cancer, end quote. And here is a very scary thing to consider that this isn't the first time dioxins got released into the atmosphere. There is an event in 1976, which was on a much smaller scale than this one. And the destruction at the time was considered to be the worst in history, where they say today it was on par with Chernobyl. What that means is that this one in Ohio is even worse than that, because it's a 100 times greater magnitude of damage and destruction from all these chemicals now in the air and the atmosphere. I will cover that in my next episode because I think this has already kind of gotten a little too long. So look out for my next podcast where I'm going to cover what happened in that event during 1976 and the aftermath. Because a little teaser here, some things weren't seen until 30 years later. And the reports are alarming, to say the least. Anyway, my friends, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And no matter what platform you're on listening, if you could give me a like or leave a comment, I'd greatly appreciate it. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Substack. Buzzsprout, Spotify, whatever it is, I could really use your feedback and also letting your friends know about this show if you enjoy it. Because without you, there is no Walkinverse. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider a membership at $5 a month. You'll gain access to all past, present, and future e-reports and books, as well as member-only content. The link is in the description of the episode. If you have any questions or comments, please send me an email at walkinverse at protonmail.com. W-A-L-K-I-N 
V-E-R-S-E at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. And until next time, keep the faith, stay safe, and peace.